With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, we're past the halfway mark in Super Rugby's regular season. And after a weekend of Tasman action, for the most part, there were really too many surprises, were they? The Chiefs just keep rolling on, having little trouble with the Fijian drawer at home. Crusaders took their time in an uninspiring win over the Rebels and the Blues dismantled a team of schoolboy-looking Waratahs for a depleted, dour Highlanders outfit that was uh, the only bad news they couldn't afford giving up points to the Western Force in Perth. Uh, This week uh, is all about uh, one or two matches, really, the Chiefs and the Crusaders, and don't forget the Hurricanes taking on the Brumbies. It'll be a ripper, and it needs to be. And to debrief all the action, look forward to uh, what we've got coming up. Uh, Rugby News Magazine editor Campbell Burns is with us this morning. How did you see the weekend, Campbell? Was it a little bit uninspiring for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's hard to say. Yeah, I enjoyed the uh, I enjoyed the Chiefs' handling, uh, particularly in the first half of their Friday night uh, win over the over the draw, given the conditions. Um, and then I enjoyed the Crusaders' second half against the Rebels after they were so poor in the first half and. Uh, Further to that, I, I did go to Eden Park in a social uh, capacity and um, watch the Blues uh, do what they had to to beat beat the Waratahs. And then I have to say, I was pleased to say I only saw the the highlights of the Force Islanders game. Um, and of course, there weren't too many of those. So I'm glad I didn't sit through a, a full replay of that one. Pray tell, social capacity. You're on a on a junket. Uh, that's well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say a junket. I was just. Um, High up in the New Zealand Barbarians box, having a couple of uh, quiet rum and cokes, uh, watching the, the, the watching the Blues Waratahs. So I, I very much enjoyed that. For all accounts, uh, Campbell, even with a couple of rum and cokes, it was pretty tough to respect the Waratahs um, with uh, with a view to the, the team they brought over. Yeah, I can. We've seen that before. I think the uh, the Brumbies turned up to to Christchurch only a few weeks ago with a very much under strength. Side, so uh, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't great. Uh, having said that, I suspect the uh, the Blues would have still been good enough, uh, too good even for a full strength Waratahs side. So yeah, I, I guess the um, you know you, you've got uh, Eddie Jones breathing down your neck over there, and the, some of those Super Rugby coaches uh, obviously won't be playing playing all their star men all the time. So we have the same problem here. So it's just uh, unfortunately um, in a World Cup year, it's a fact of life with this competition. Um, I don't know how much it would have affected the. The crowd of Michael Hooper had played. Uh, there was only it was probably only about eight thousand at Eden Park, so I don't know how much real effect it has on the numbers if the opposition doesn't turn up with all their men. No, that's that is a big factor. It honestly is. Uh, the timing of when you leave them out and who you leave out uh, it must be a bit of a headache um, for some of these super coaches because uh, they're simply being asked to do that or demanded to do that. To be fair, injuries too to uh, Perifeta and Lolala. How far-reaching will that be? Yeah, well, it's an interesting one. I mean, Stephen Perifeta, I mean, we haven't heard the uh, the extent of it yet, and if he's out for the rest of the season, that's bad news for the Blues. But you'd have to say, in the All Blacks sense, um, I mean, not not great, but uh, with Damien McKenzie playing so well, uh, Will Jordan due back, Sean Stevenson playing so well, then 
you know, would, would Stephen Perifetta even make the cut at this stage? Uh, Nepo Laulala, um, I'm sure he was in the tight head prop plans, um, and we'll have to see how, how long he's out for, but whether that has any real impact uh, further down. You've got guys like Tamiti Williams playing so well. Um, I'm not sure whether Nepo has really set the world on fire this year, but uh, we'll have to wait and see when that uh, injury um, a diagnosis comes out. The Chiefs continue to uh, impress Campbell, no doubt about that. I mean, uh, they were they were as, uh, as I guess as ruthless as they had to be really over the draw fifty to seventeen, um, and this record that Clayton McMillan's putting together now is well, it's under threat this week, mate. Uh, uh, but apart from that, there's not a lot uh, you would suggest to say that's going to stand in their way. No, that's right, and they'll uh, they'll be bringing Brad Weber back, probably Luke Jacobson. Uh, I'm not sure where Sam Kane's at uh, is that after his head knock, but uh, they'll have close to a full strength side. Um, and uh, yeah, given that they uh, they really put the cleaners through the Crusaders in round one, uh, I know the Crusaders will be much better than that. But uh, you know, you'd have to say that the Chiefs are right in the box seat. Uh, having said that, there's going to be nine. If they make the final, there'll be nine weeks in a row to come. And uh, it'd be tough to see them going through unbeaten that whole time. I think the Crusaders of 2002 were the last side to do that, and that was a that was a great side. But um, to win 17 in a row is going to be a, a, a huge effort. So, if the Chiefs were to drop one, uh, you would say possibly this weekend could be the one. But uh, on form, they'd still enter as favourites. Uh, I'm looking forward to this uh, Moanga and McKenzie clash. Uh, some pretty nice things being said about Damien McKenzie from uh, Ian Foster over the weekend in terms of his ability to organise, but also showing faith in Bowden Barrett uh, and Richie Moanga. That uh, 10 spot, ultra competitive. Yes, it is. Um, I, I'd like to think there's room in an all-black squad now for all three of them, um, given Moanga's would be your starting 10, um, Bowden possibly 15 off the bench, but McKenzie, you can't ignore his form, really, and given that Geordie Barrett's now at 12, uh, that would help McKenzie hugely in a in a squad situation, but uh, I think there's room for all three of them. Um, I'd love to see that uh, number 10 matchup on, on Saturday night, but I do have a... I've just been checking some stats here, and Richie Mawonga has played five games in a row, so does that mean surely not he'll be rested uh, on All Blacks protocols for this weekend? I, I can't believe that happening, but he has played... He has started the last five games in a row for the Crusaders. Well, they did get a dispensation, but that was out of injury, wasn't it, for um, Scott Barrett? Because they just didn't have any locks. Yep, that's right. right. And also, you've got to bear in mind, Samasani Taukiahu, who was the form hooker of the competition, has played, has been involved in all eight match days for the Chiefs. So where does his rest come in? This is where we need to probably get a clear direction from the All Blacks coach as to what's happening here, because... Taukiaho has had six starts and two off the bench and is yet to have a rest uh, on, on any match. So does he then rest this weekend? Yeah, again, you'd think not for such a big marquee match at home. So it'd be interesting to see a couple of those selections, uh, how they pan out. Well, um, it was. You saw the, 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 the Highlanders. You said you saw um, the highlights of that game, not too many of them. Um, people saying they're a little bit hard done by, but uh, gee, what a troublesome season they're having going down by 13 to the force. Yeah, well, that's right. When we, we, that, there was a bit of a mini resurrection after they like, dropped their opening three games. They they beat the force, then Drua and Moana, uh, but they've, they've uh, gone down to the Hurricanes by 15 and the force by 13. And I think from what I could see and gather, there was just too many handling errors, too many mistakes. Um, 
I think, yeah, yeah, they, they, they might have had a couple of calls go against them, but they still, I mean, they, they would still back themselves to go to Perth and win um, against a fourth side that only won a couple all year. So now they've got to go to the Waratahs in Sydney and turn that around and win that because uh, although I think they'll be safe in the top eight, uh, they want to uh, get higher than, than eighth as they did last year. So I think if all goes well for the Highlanders, they could get up to as high as sixth, but they would have to start playing a lot better than they, they have been showing and certainly on Saturday night. Are you um, just lying in wait like the rest of us for the real Crusaders or um, are you a little bit worried about them possibly this year? Oh, no. I mean, they um, <laughs> you know, they, they went great in that first half against the Rebels but came back into it nicely. They've got a lot of their cavalry coming back. Well, Jordan's not far away. Uh, not sure about Ethan Blackadder. So they've had some terrible injuries which they haven't previously had to deal with a lot. So some of that depth... Um, wasn't that great at the start of the year when we saw them lose to the Chiefs and the Andrew, but they've, they've won five in a row. Uh, they haven't been imperious by any means, but they've got some of their key men playing well. Richie Moonga was superb in the second half. Um, David Harvey outside him. So some of their key men are starting to crank it up. And uh, we saw this last year too, where they, they weren't the best side in the regular season, but they certainly were the best side in the final. So uh, I, I wouldn't be too worried about the Crusaders overall. And then if they, uh, if they win on Saturday night, we know that they... That, that they're definitely back. Campbell, are you hearing uh, positive things all of a sudden about Will Jordan? Yeah, well, I had, uh, I think it was Scott Robertson who said he's not far away. Um, whether that means a week or, or two weeks, uh, that's great because, yeah, there was, a, there was a fair bit of concern about that and they've had to make do with Ferg Burke at, at fullback who's done a, um, you know, he's, he's done a fairly good job, but Will Jordan, we know the, the cutting edge that he brings um, and so, yeah, it looks as though he's not that far away, and that would be great news for both the Crusaders and the All Blacks. Sure would, absolutely, if he's uh, anything like uh, the Will Jordan we've seen leading up to the season. Magnificent news, in fact. Um, big one this week also, um, aside from the Chiefs and the Crusaders, Hurricanes-Brumbies. How are you looking at this one? The, the Brumbies, the only ray of hope Australian rugby seems to have, again. Yeah, that's right, and we, you, would, you would hope they'll bring uh, close to a full-strength side to... To, uh, to Wellington on Friday night, um, but the uh, yeah the Hurricanes are coming off the bye. They're coming off uh, that loss to the Chiefs. Um, I mean they've had a pretty good season overall. They've um, I think they've done really well, and they've got Cam Roygaard, the form halfback. So uh, yeah, I think all, all things all things being equal, the, the Hurricanes should continue on their winning way. But yeah, the Brumbies would are certainly the best Australian side, and it's just a question of where they finish on the on the table in the end. It is really. Um... Uh, Hurricanes to to make real, real um, impression on the season you've been watching and possibly a, an impression on uh, on Ian Foster and Joe Smith and Co. Um, the Hurricanes as to, as to which players have stood out. Um, yep. Well, y- yep. Um, well, certainly uh, you'd have to say um, Torrell Lomax. Um, I think Dane Coles has actually played really well. Um, and, uh, and, and, and in partnership with Safo Al Moore. So those two are probably fine for that third hooker spot. Um, Colsey's gone, uh, has gone particularly well in the last few weeks. Um, but then in the, in the loose forwards, um, I'd say Diplicy Karifi has, has impressed. Um, Adi Savi has been his usual self. So Royguard for sure. And then it's a question of, if you're looking out wide, um, I think Billy Proctor's been one of the best centres in the competition. Um, Geordie Barrett's been solid at 12. And then, um, if you're looking out wide, I mean, Rayasi's been pretty good, but I'm not sure whether, I don't think Foster would be looking at Rayasi necessarily. So it's more probably um, 
you know, some of those players more in that in that type five. So yeah, I mean, Coles is, you know, he's 36 now. He seems to he, he's got through without injury. He's not really talking to the media at the moment. He's wanting his rugby to do the talking. So I think I think Foster will be thinking hard about his third hooker uh, just at the moment, and it's going to be one of one or other of the uh, the, the Hurricanes rakes. Well, let's uh, take a, a look then at the, the match of the round. There's no doubt about it. Um, it's the one we're all waiting for. Can't start soon enough uh, from my point of view, but that is uh, the Chiefs and the Crusaders. Um, can the Crusaders, it was pretty convincing last time. There's been a lot of, ru- a lot of rugby uh, um, played between the last time. It's round one and now, of course. But um, do, you, do you think the Crusaders can get up there and, and give them their first hiccup at the season on form? Um, yes, but it could depend on who they who they line up. Um, so is Cody Taylor going to be fronting? Um, is Joe Moody going to be fronting? He's had five in a row. I presume he's not subject to all, all Rags protocols. Uh, and then and then they'll obviously have their have uh, White Lock and Barrett at locks. Is Ethan Blackadder close? Um, we know Cullen Grace has just come back. So it probably depends on that forward battle um, uh, whether the Crusaders can put close to their full pack um, on the field. And then whether Richie Moonga can actually play, uh, that will help uh, hugely. But I think the rest of them are all starting to fall into place. Uh, I'm not sure how far away Leicester Fainga Nuku is. Braden Enor is playing well. Um, and so I, I think the Crusaders, certainly in the pack, will know that they're going to be in for a, a, a real battle in the collisions and at the set piece. Um, so they'll be wanting to get close to their to all their main men involved because uh, really the you know the chiefs that's a real strength of theirs um you know just brutality in the in the collisions Brody retellic playing playing really well uh, on top form um and they've got some you know they've got guys like john ryan who stepped into tight head prop and done the business they've got the best hooker in the comp uh, they've got mckenzie in great form um even though they've had injuries in midfield they've been able to put out guys like ramica poi hippie daniel rona's going well and there's a replacement there so you know there's these uh, there's matchups all over the park, but I do think that Ford battle will be will be key, particularly if the weather's a bit uh, a bit dodgy down there. Yeah, it's very interesting, actually. And the other thing I, I guess we have to look forward to is: do you have to ration your team's appearances, bearing in mind you're probably going to be playing in the playoffs? I mean, you don't want to be leaving players out at playoff time, or will there be dispensation there? I mean. Uh, becoming a bit bizarre if you, if you miss a crucial playoff game because you've played too much rugby, really? Yeah, that's right. So that's going to be the key. And there's, um, I, I suspect you'll see a whole raft of players um, resting probably for the last round-robin game or, or the second to last. Uh, because, yeah, you're right. If they're only allowed to play five in a row and you want to have them at least at least uh, three games in the playoffs, then there's going to have to be some serious thought to give them to some of these because there's probably some players who have played more than they like. But then someone like Damien McKenzie, who's not subject to that, can play every single minute for every game. Uh same with Sean Stevenson, um, and I believe Patrick Tupelotu is not on that list either. So some of these guys will be uh, worked hard, and uh, but some some thrive on that. I mean, some guys just thrive on the fact that they they can play every game, but others will probably need need a rest to, when they're dinged up. Um, but you know, I mean, as, as Scott Robertson said, um, you know, someone like Sam Whitelock would play every minute of every game if you know. Uh, if he was able to, and in fact, that used to be the case only four or five years ago. Aaron Cruden played 36 games in two seasons, starting every game for the Chiefs. And um, sorry, that was 10 years ago when they were when they were winning their title. So that wasn't a problem then. Uh, but I guess it depends on what position you're in, whether you're a forward or a back, and how many contacts you've had, etc. They, they they have all the data on this uh, these days. So 
it'll be interesting. It's not it it is not a great look for competition, and I do I do sympathise with a lot of these coaches. Um, but you know, I guess there's a bigger picture, um, and the All Blacks uh, winning the World Cup is that bigger picture. Well, that's uh, of interest as well. Uh, perhaps for another time, the the coaching setup and where they're going to go with their super coaches, but. Uh, Campbell, thank you so much for your time this morning and uh, the way you're looking at uh, things at the moment through your your uh, eyes as editor of the Rugby News magazine. Uh, cheers. Uh, thank you. Okay, mate. Cheers, Smithy.